Come on, you yellows. Flying high below this Wembley archway sky today. Welcome to the original, the Talker United Yellow Army podcast brought to you each week by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes of the Herald Express and Devon Live. We'll talk you through the latest news from Plainmore. We'll chat to the people making the news around the club. You can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, on Spotify and on iTunes. Welcome to another Talker United Yellow Army podcast sitting in the garden. Let's not try not to fall asleep this week. I, I listened to it back. I thought, are those guys alive? Yeah, yeah <laughs> it, was, it was quite subdued last week. Wasn't it, it was. But it we was. have our good friend Dave Thomas with us to keep to, us to on brighten our toes things today. up. Yeah. Uh, Too I, much responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> it does look as if it might rain any minute, in which case we'll have to no, be hasty retreat indoors. No, no, no. And this will be our last podcast for a little while, yes. for a couple of weeks, for reasons that we'll go into later on. But yeah. enjoy this one because we'll be away for a couple of weeks after this. And then we'll be back in a blaze of glory we when will. pre-season starts. We will. Yeah. This does feel, strangely, if this was a celestial body, we're at the furthest point in our orbit away from football, it feels like, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, that football sounds... feels a long way away. I never moment. feel that's a bad thing, though, at this time of summer. No? You... I, I, I know it sounds a bit miserable, that, but... but I think, you know, the height of summer yeah. is for... It's for cricket and cycling. Cricket, beach, yeah. barbecues. Aeroplanes. Uh, you know, isn't it? Yeah. It, it's, uh, um, we, I think we all need, you know, the, the, the flow of the year. Yeah, And, and we all need a little break from it all. Let's face it, the players have been, uh, all been away on holiday. Yeah. Gary's been on holiday. Um, etc etc and quite right too you know are you yeah. taking your usual the last week before pre-season I know oh, normally I'm giving <laughs> no hints away about no, when I'm will, so when when I was the editor of the Herald or I still am the editor of the Herald when I had staff at the Herald uh, Dave's, Dave's holiday was always one particularly testing week <laughs> yeah, well, but you'd always done that so that's a it, it was it was it was a family oriented yeah thing, exactly you know, you, yeah you, you've got other people to think of in your life and exactly well that's yeah, yeah on the sun-blessed beaches of norfolk, norfolk if i remember norfolk, right. yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely we've got some news to talk about I, I, an ex-goal playing in the champions league <laughs> wow we'll be talking about footballers and summer jobs we'll be talking about goalkeepers and we've got some isthmian league news thanks to julian you pronounce that very well it's difficult isn't it's, it? it's, it's an odd word isn't it's it it's a hard thing what is an isthmian i've spelt it wrong a few times <laughs> yeah. in the past as well the t's and the h and the yeah is it anything to do with with an isthmus well it's it's something to do with uh, back in the back in the back in the days, isn't it? Because you've got the Hellenic League, and you've got the, 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 at some point someone in, a, in an office, a wood paddled office, <laughs> somewhere back in the days of early football, decided yeah. to name certain leagues after certain eras. There must have been a reason for it. Yeah, and, it's got to be something the, to do with an the Thames, the Thames yeah. or yeah. A, a river that yeah. near there, because it's very much a southeast um, in, home counties competition, isn't it? In the yeah. time it's taken us to to wonder about that having not prepared people have googled it and yeah, found out the answer they have, yeah. Yeah. but um you can let us know if you have let's talk about ali omar for a minute shall we yeah we were looking for stories to talk about this week and one that really put a smile on our face uh ali omar big favorite with the playmore fans big favorite with us because whenever you walked into training the first person to come bouncing up to greet you <laughs> in the morning was Ali Omar, one of life's enthusiasts and a fabulous fella. He's joined Lan, 
in Northern Ireland, subject to international clearance, I believe. Wow. Uh, they are the champions. They've won the Premiership. The Danska Irish Premiership champions. Mm-hmm. And they will play HJK Helsinki in the early stages of Qualify. the Champions League. Yeah, yeah. They can't play them on their own pitch, unfortunately. Oh, is that right? I didn't yeah, know they've that. got a they've got a um, uh, a plastic pitch, an yeah. uh, artificial pitch, their home uh, pitch. So they play the the away leg first on July the 11th in Helsinki. I hope Ali's got his passport up to date and sorted. Absolutely. Um, and the home game is a week later on the 18th. But they're 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 playing that match at one of the great ground names in British football. Yeah. At Solitude. Okay. Oh, wow. which is the ground of Cliftonville <laughs> let's hope people uh, turn uh, out <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, see I, I thought later in our Isthmian League section I might have had an even better ground name than that well, but no Solitude beats Solit- it Solitude is the ground of Cliftonville yeah. where Levi Ives plays of course the former United yeah. very very talented young he was a left player, player. what he? a great young player he I was. think he still is I think yeah, he's doing exactly, well over there yeah and um, so they're having to play the second leg because their um, Lance artificial yeah. pitch doesn't meet UEFA standards for some reason. I haven't okay. gone into the fine. Detail, Is it like what you get in a greengrocer's then? Who knows? <laughs> who, 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 who knows? But anyway, you could play on that, couldn't so, you? Yeah. So good luck to. He's got to get through a few pre-season friendlies and show yeah. his show his metal to force his way into the side. But I, I don't think we'd put it past him to no. get in their team. No, um, there were. Do you know what? Last season, I mean, he made a few mistakes the first season with the, he was with us. Um, last season, he. There were, there were times when he came on when we needed him to do something and he did it really Towards well. Towards the end of the yeah. season he made several very yeah. good performances off the bench in quite big games. Yeah. Playing down the left hand side. I, remember I know. He, he was yeah. playing left yeah. centre back and was virtually ending up as a left winger sometimes yeah, wasn't he? Could he? Do that. Um, yeah. he he's, I think he's a lad, look he's always had always the tools to do the job. He's mm-hmm. tall enough, he's quick enough, he's enthusiastic enough. It was almost like, and then you put him alongside Dean Moxie, yeah. Nico Lawrence, who's younger than him, yeah. and it's a mindset thing, mm. isn't it? The, 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 and it was almost like very nobody really had been able to get hold of Ali Omar, and some of the responsibility must be with him, during his days at QPR and Barnsley, and actually taught him about the attitude and what makes you a yeah. good defender. Yeah. Joe Lewis had it, Moxie's got it, uh, Nico, Nico Lawrence, Lawrence has got it at a very it. early yeah. age. Yeah. This whole defensive mindset yeah. of your whole existence you, you you exist as a defender yeah. to muck people off yeah. make their lives miserable uh, have a clean sheet at the end of the game and walk home with them yeah. with it. and when you walk off the pitch at the end of that it's the first time you have a smile on your face and and Ro- Ross Marshall has it in if, attitude if that, he does if those yes. are the, the, yeah. the attributes that yeah. you want Ross yeah. Marshall has yeah. that defending is a mindset a yeah. it's a mindset you're not out there to earn brownie points you're not out there to look good mm-hmm. if any of those happen it's by accident you yeah. are out there to spend your a whole from one minute to the next to the next and also funnily enough on a Monday morning as well yeah to piss people off yeah <laughs> you know and that's sorry if the effects might picked up any bad language I, I always remember John Impey's it's normally always, me John yes. John Impey's always been a very good friend of my, man, yeah. friend of mine and we all remember him from the day and 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 I can remember going out to play more after a tra- for a training session on a Monday morning after we'd lost to Coventry in the FA Cup when Caldwell played so well that day and yeah. we'd lost two now John Turner uh, John Turner John Impey gave a penalty away against um Cyril Regis, Cyril Regis yeah. in mm, that yeah. match mm. yeah. big mistake Regis on the edge of the box going nowhere John 
excitement got the better of him, took his legs and it's penalty, and it was the breakthrough goal. Yeah. Um, in that match, I'm pretty sure it was the first goal, or was it was it second anyway? It was and the first. The, it was the first. The, first. the second yeah. one was a handball yeah. as well, yeah. but still never mind. And I remember going in, and everybody was devastated because Torquay played so well that afternoon, didn't they, on a yeah, beach of a pitch. Um, and I went in on, on the Monday morning, and John and I were good, pretty good friends, and we still are. And I walked in the Monday morning, made the very bad mistake of walking past him, or he walked past me. I said, "Morning, John," and he glared at me, absolutely glared at me, swore at me, and told me what what the fuck's good about it. Yeah. And obviously, and he still did. it. Funny enough, it might have been the Tuesday actually. I think it was the Tuesday rather than the Monday. <laughs> and I sort of pulled myself up short, and I thought, bloody hell, he, he ain't got over it because that's the way he yeah, was built, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. It rankled with him, and it rankled with him for weeks and weeks and weeks, and that's what makes good defenders. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, well, if Ali can can pull that off, yeah, they should have played last him. night. They're home, they had a friendly at home to H&W Welders. I imagine that's Harland and Wolf. Yeah, oh, oh, well yeah. done, well spotted. Uh, yeah. Titanic game. Well, absolutely, <laughs> oh. <laughs> like that. Um, so he should have made his debut for Larn last night. Good I haven't him. checked. Fingers if he did. crossed. And on Saturday, they're at home to another one of our adopted teams. It's a, a, a foreign trip for Haverford West. Oh. They're going over right. to play over there. So the Bluebirds of Haverford West will be uh, up against Ali Omar. Good luck, Saturday. Ali. Yeah. So that, that's great. We talked about beaches of pitches, by the way. Let's move rapidly onto the Plainmore pitch. There are pictures emerging of the surface now. Looks great. Well, considering that we've had two drops of rain yeah. for quite yeah. a long Since time, if, yeah. If, yeah. if Julian Goldthorpe has managed to pull that off with only permitted watering, yeah. um, it's a good well job done. the hose pipe band Chapeau doesn't apply to, to um, commercial and gardening opportunities, no. isn't it? Because I bet he's having to time it carefully. Uh, you know, I mean, we all know that apparently the optimum time is to water in the evening rather than during yeah. the day and he'll have been doing that no doubt so we'll be putting long hours into that fingers pitch, crossed yeah. just, just while we're talking about host pipes if anyone sees the back page of the Herald Express this week it's a wonderful photo of uh, someone hosing down a, ho uh, a horse at, um, at Noon Abbott races last week uh, the horse is smiling <laughs> I, I, I was looking for a photo for the back page and I came across that, that and I came. couldn't resist good thinking good thinking and if Julian does pull this one off they've started doing I, I admire the way they're doing things at Playmore to try and keep the pot boiling over the summer. Yes. A little bit of social media a here lot, and there. Yeah, they're, 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 they're doing out, it well. Putting out wallpapers for your yeah. um, desktop. Julian Goldthorpe wallpaper would go down the storm, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I reckon. You've got um, Kevin Dawson this week, you've had Asa Hall, you've had Dean Moxie of various places. Mark House did. I yeah. will download Julian Goldthorpe yeah. wallpaper if, if Dominic you could puts get, it up. If you could get Talk United action figures, the Julian Goldthorpe one would be the most <laughs> rarest, wouldn't it? It would, it would. <laughs> but there'd be, you know, we'd buy those. Uh, the players are due back next week. Next Thursday. Next back to training yeah. Yeah, a week today. The 29th. So I'll be on a plane. Well, <laughs> well, absolutely. Um, you talk about me going on holiday. I know. <laughs> they'll have. Um, I presume that they will for the last couple of weeks. They'll have had a couple of weeks where they can pretty much do what they like, but a couple of weeks they will have been on a pretty tight regime from Gary and Aaron uh, of weight and muscle mass and all the kind of I th things. I think they one of the most testing days. things of that is there's a, that on an almost daily basis they have to download their mm -hmm. stats. 
to and send, really. send them in to Aaron <laughs> and um, you know uh, and mean we, we are all three of us are far too old to, be, to go down the road of yeah. um, uh, health and, and what is it fitness and conditioning and all that yeah. kind of stuff but they have to send an awful lot of info back yeah. into um, uh, to Aaron, I think. Uh, I think to and, be honest, um, it's, it's all automatically done nowadays. I don't think well, they even think about it. Yeah, yes, I should yeah, imagine their apps. Who's never been anywhere near Strava in my life? <laughs> I, 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 I should I'm imagine not. their apps are just recording everything they're doing, and uh, uh, and Aaron's Automatic. got yeah, and yeah, Aaron's yeah, got yeah, access yeah. to them. Yeah. So um, so if they walk into a Nando's or a McDonald's, it's probably <laughs> an alarm goes off in Aaron's house. <laughs> <laughs> the Nando's, oh, wait a the Nando's wait a alarm. So yeah, he's in Nando's. Fowler would never be able to handle this, would he? He wouldn't, no. But he would never have eaten anywhere like Nando's. He would have been slightly more fine dining than that, I would imagine. uh, And the fixture, what are you saying about Nando's? Well, I I probably... probably Footballer's favourite is Nando's. The EFL fixtures have come out today. Ours are still not out until July the 5th. No, as usual. As usual, so we still have to wait to discover... One thing we do know, and since we're going to be... this podcast won't be going in a couple of weeks uh, is that there will be a local at least three or four local yes, derbies yeah. in the first two months of the season there will bound to be bound it's going to be interesting fact, to see be one on the opening day you never know do you opening day is always is always the first thing you look at obviously yeah. because it, it gets you excited but yeah. then you look straight at christmas don't you and, and easter and you think oh we've got so many choices now so it's going to be interesting to Could see be. what happens yeah. there I mean, will we play a double header over Christmas, or, or might they mix it up a bit? Or and Christmas is a funny year this year because Christmas is is, is oh, on Monday. Was, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, Boxing Day is Tuesday. So there's n- and uh, and there's no game in between the, okay. then and the New Year's Day. But clubs can move the New Year's Day game, which is on the Monday back to the Saturday if they want to. Something else that has been voted so in as well is that clubs can play on Mondays, Tuesdays or Wednesdays now. As opposed to more or less always on Tuesdays. It's, al- it's always been Tuesdays, yeah. It's been unless it's been moved by um, BT for yeah. Sport, for example. They've always had to play on the yeah. Tuesdays, but now they, they, they can agree to move get any games if the two teams agree that probably to the Monday or the Wednesday. That probably doesn't have much effect on, on Torquay now no. in the National League South, because you can imagine if Torquay wanted to play York and Gateshead away in a double header. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, tra- yeah. In other words, those big north-south trips. But now I can't imagine that Torquay would say do Braintree and well, they might, but Braintree and Chelmsford on a on a Saturday and a Monday or something like that. They, they might, might do, do, I suppose. I don't know. But I think um, I mean if you've got a very very well, we'd, hotel you're bill. right. The, the long trips are, are gone, really, yeah, more or less. Exactly. But if you were playing Barrow or whatever on a oh. on, on, on a on a Saturday, it might be worth putting the game forward to a Wednesday as well, there the, the next home game yeah. or whatever. But those those marathon trips, yeah. aren't quite there now. Well, while we're sitting here in the sunshine, one thing that occurred to me today: remember the days when footballers had summer jobs? Oh yes. Back in the day when footballers uh, footballers lives were very different didn't Steve Cooper used to do the deck chairs somewhere was well Steve, was before Steve did deck chairs? the king of the deck chair um, <laughs> concession at Tinmouth was Ian Twitchin <laughs> the king of the deck chairs the late he's had many Ian great Twitchin. names great but Ian the king of the deck chairs is Ian Twitchin is uh, um, and he was Tinmouth born and bred so yeah. he obviously had a bit of clout in the town um, and um, one of the one of the reasons why I always thought that Peter Coffill who yeah. many older supporters might remember real talented winger good value he was wasn't he um, 
uh, he, he, he and Ian Twitchin became great friends and <laughs> Peter lived in Tynmouth with Ian and they both ran the, <laughs> they, they both spent their summers running the, uh, the, the, the deck, deck chair concession on, on the front Brilliant. of Tynmouth yeah, and, and back in the day I remember John Benson uh, in the 60s uh, doing it down at Beacon Cove yeah well, um, Beacon Cove's all closed off now, yeah, isn't exactly, it? Yeah, exactly. With Od- a couple Odicum, of others. There was some, somebody who used to do it down at Odicum was as well. Yeah. I, I was down at Odicum yesterday, but it wasn't me. No. Um, and then, of course, Dick Edwards and Bruce Stuckey would be at the Spinning Wheel and absolutely. the Chelston Manor and places doing like the, that. Doing the rounds doing the and pubs and, and um, yeah, doing their country and western yeah. act. Um, uh, Dick's still going strong yeah. in um, uh, Mansfield, he, he lives. Um, or still supporting Torquay Good. to this day. Yeah. Um, uh, he never knows quite what to do when Torquay play Notts County or used to play Notts County. <laughs> yeah. He played for the Villa. As I, well. I was going to say, yeah, I thought you were going to say yeah, when yeah, Torquay yeah. play Aston Villa, yeah. I thought, well, he ain't got that problem. No, what a, well, uh, well, what a hell of a good player he, was, he was back in the 70s. <laughs> I imagine our, our players don't have summer jobs now unless they're. Well, was it Jack Stubbs the other day? Was it was in Thailand or was he really? For, for most of the the break, he's been in Thailand with his girlfriend. I d- That's I tell you, I'll, I'll bet there's a couple that would that would readily put the turn their hand to a couple. Yeah, I, you know, you, you, I bet Tom Lapsley wouldn't sit around <laughs> on his backside. There's plenty of pianos I'll in the bay. I'll, 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 <laughs> bet, I'll bet if somebody came up and make, made Tom a decent yeah. offer of a bit of a part-time job to I've do in the summer, he'd be up for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no, he's a proper, yeah. proper yeah. old-fashioned guy, football. isn't he? Yeah, and, Absolutely. Uh, and <coughs> I wonder. Yeah, and I wonder. I'll bet, yeah, there's one or two others in the Torquay team that might, might well do at the moment that might well go, no, no, give us there's a ring. A, there's I'll, an advert. I'll pop round and do your garden for you. There's an advert out the, outside the new kebab shop in Babacombe for looking for staff, so just uh, no, just around the corner just, from Tom's. I yeah. think the whole point about an out, a, jo- a footballer's job in the summer is it needs to be outdoors, doesn't it? You know, yeah, it needs yeah, to yeah, be yeah. D- doing something physical, keeping fresh air in your lungs, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, Kebab shop's not going to cut no, the mustard. That's, that's, yeah. not, oh. so that's, that's, that's not going to work, is it? Ex goals in the news um, today. Darren Moore. This well, is a strange well, well. one, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit of a shock when I saw that this morning on my phone. For everybody. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, so he he's he's parted company. Is that the phrase they use? Uh, yeah. By mutual company, consent. By mutual consent yeah. with Sheffield Wednesday. After doing a fantastic job, weeks there. after the one of the greatest, well, comebacks the in history, greatest yeah. com- playoff comeback in history, and then obviously winning the final at Wembley. What do we make um, of this then? What? Well, there's two schools of thought, isn't there? Uh, that seems to be one is that he and the chairman sat down for a bit of a budget meeting, and it didn't go mm-hmm. well. And the second is obviously that is is there something else in the wind? Yeah. I think the interesting fact uh, is that not only Darren has gone, but the whole of his backroom team has gone mm-hmm. as well. Um, now read into that what you like. It's just, uh, you know, such an amazing thing at a club the size of Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. In other words, yeah. wherever he might go, and fingers crossed that that happens you know, sooner rather than later, how many clubs are bigger than Sheffield Wednesday? Mm. But the, 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 the ultimate point is that after winning promotion, Darren is a very driven, yeah. yeah, all the cliched word focused, driven uh, knows exactly what mm. he wants and where he's going in a very nice way, uh, he's not a you know nasty person, no, no, he hasn't got a nasty no. fibre in his body but if he sensed 
that a club like Sheffield Wednesday, he's managed to get them into the championship, he will want to make them competitive in that league as quickly yeah. as possible. And if he's not allowed to And if he's not allowed that. to do it, or maybe wasn't yeah. going to be yeah, allowed yeah, yeah. to do it, then, uh, you know, he's, he's immediately heading for a fall in a yeah. year or 18 months' time when they're in the bottom half of the table and suddenly the chairman gets bored and wants to get rid of it. Yeah, uh, and, uh, and um, so he's, you're almost taking yourself out of that situation, an, an almost inevitable situation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he left Doncaster, he was manager at Doncaster Rovers, and he got a bit of stick for leaving Doncaster not long after yeah, he went there. Yeah. Now, Doncaster to Sheffield Wednesday is a bit of a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... You know, in other words, I think you know he, he's. Look, we all three of us know him, and and mm. uh, uh, would would fight his corner and uh, oh, yeah. forever. Yeah. Uh, you know, but in that world of football management, you know, in this particular day and age, when people are sacked on an almost monthly basis, mm. you do have to. Yeah, keep your thinking cap on and, yep. and look after yourself a little bit. So Absolutely. Um, it is an intriguing story, though, isn't it? Be, intri be interesting so to see where he after, goes. After, yeah, after I wonder after where one he, of the most remarkable yeah. promotions. Yeah. I wonder where he could end up, though. There's, you know, I mean, there are clubs in that neck of the woods. Well, the two that have cropped up are Leeds. Yeah. Um, Would he uh, go to Leeds? And and his old club, West yeah. Bromwich Albion. Now, West Bromwich Albion have got a manager at the moment, but there's talk that he might, Corbran, might go back to Leeds. Yeah. Would Darren Moore then go back to West Brom, who, who treated him pretty treated badly him the first quite time? Quite shabbily. They did. I mean, yeah. he, he'd yeah. done well there. But Darren is the sort of bloke that would park that and say, no, different, slightly different regime, you know, yeah. different circumstance. He's from that part of the world. He's a Birmingham lad. He might, you know, who knows? It's it's a, certainly a fascinating and intriguing Indeed. Um, Be situation. In, intriguing if he was to go to Leeds, then. What a job that would be for yeah. him. I mean, and, he, and Darren is also the, 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 the sort of point he will feel acutely that his backroom staff yeah. are, also, are also out and he will be very keen yes. to go somewhere and, keep, and put them all back into yeah. work uh, um, pretty soon, I would have thought, knowing him. And uh, you bring us news of another brief Plainmore hero who we've talked about a lot on the podcast, Reese Healy is back in the country. Well, uh, I'm still of the opinion that if United had, had got him into the team slightly quicker, uh, we might not have slipped into the National League South the first time mm. around. He was um, he was on loan from Cardiff, Cardiff City, wasn't he? Yeah, Neil yeah. Warnock lent, yeah. him, lent him to Torquay. Yeah. Um, not only to, you know, Neil's a hard-bitten manager and I'm sure he wanted to Reese Healy to get more mm. game time, but he was certainly trying to help Torquay out in the circumstances. Yeah. Um, uh, and he and Elliot remain up front. Made a hell, made it were Big a right handful in the closing yeah, yeah. weeks of yeah. that season. And if they'd only been put together a bit quicker, we, I'm sure he wouldn't have gone down. But um, he's he he went to MK Dons and did very yeah. well there. Uh, I mean, we could see he was a player from yeah. the first moment he walked in the place. Well, we could, anybody could. Yeah. Um, Scored a hat trick for us, did he? Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Yes, I think he did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And um, and then he went to Toulouse in where, France, where he's he's almost a national hero. Well, he's, he's <laughs> certainly a regional hero in whatever state uh, of uh, goals. he has. Well, yeah. he scored goals really consistently for yeah. them, helped them to, to win promotion from League Two to yeah. League One, and then he, he got injured last season. He was out for most of last season with injuries. Right, came back at the end, scored four goals in two or three games, yeah. something like that. The contract was obviously up, and he's gone to Watford. Good luck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, he could vanish without trace at Watford. Or he? he could be, yeah, a, a, 
uh, not a riot because he's he's he's, 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 he's just a good little. He's just so a he good he player, was at Cardiff as a youngster. Is he Welsh guy? Do we know if he's Welsh or English? Sure. I, I, I don't know. I think he's Irish. Uh, oh, yeah, well, yeah. Healy. Yeah, he's Healy's Irish. an Irish name, isn't it? I think it? he's Irish, and I think he's played for Ireland under something. Fine. Like yeah. It'll be interesting so, to see if because yeah. you at that level, if he starts scoring a few goals, you get in. You, yeah. you, you get into get the in. national yes, side. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. No, good luck to let's him. Let's not mention national side. Very nice lad as well. And although his stay here was rather brief, I know he he sort of he enjoyed it, and well, as most players do when they play for Torquay. Yeah, we better not talk about national sides this week. England have done rather well. Wales have got booted by Armenia and Turkey this week. Oh dear. Um, moving on. Moving, wasn't going to mention yeah, it, guys. Moving rapidly, rapidly on. That's one good thing about the football season at last has finished. <laughs> there we go. The, the pain is over for, uh, for a little bit longer. Uh, we're talking of pain, of course, it's the anniversary this week, Tom. I, as you reminded us, Richard and I had, had parked this away in the deepest recesses of memory. Yeah. Um, the game that we've still not got over And Ashton never Gate. will. And no, never will. Never will. Yeah, June the 20th, 2021. Two years Ashton ago. Two years Gate ago. This week. It's still the worst, game. Worst refereeing performance. The game that we did enough to win. What trajectory we'd be on now, nobody I think knows. That, I think that's, that, that is the point, isn't it? Is that those playoff final games, especially in the National League playoff final, Everybody talks about the championship playoff final being the biggest game mm. in football and all this sort of stuff. But at its level as well, the National it's, League playoff yeah. final, Hartlepool United, bless them, who are now back in the National yep. League already two years later, uh, um, <laughs> w- walked away that afternoon with the best part of 1.3 million coming their way yeah. for being in yeah. the Football League and Torquay got about 35,000 in yeah. uh, handouts from the National League. That's yeah. how Too huge room. that You wouldn't was. have lost um, certain key players. We, um, they would have come with you. the vast majority of that team. Yeah. You might uh, have been good Sutton enough United, to... who won the league that year, exactly. even though I still think we were the be- we were the better side. Uh, look how they how yeah. they've done really very well. You can flourish, can't you? Mm. And, Which and is it, a shame uh, for Hartlepool because they obviously didn't didn't no. do it right and they lost, they they lost ha- quite a lot of their players didn't mm. they there were players like Mandeville and players like that who yeah, played Reece in that Oates went, yeah. went to Mansfield yeah um, so look it, it was a it was a and all afternoon I remember we were all three of us sitting together that, that, that afternoon we at Ashton Gate I'd forgotten by the way that there was only 6,600 fans there because that, that's it felt like more than that yeah. was that all it is oh incredible because everybody was socially distanced it was Covid days. wasn't it, it was Covid and related and I can remember the, the sort of atmosphere in the ground with the 6 and 6 mm. now I know we were sitting on the United mm. side which was where yeah. the press mm. box was um, but I can remember running into a steward after the game. We were all devastated and walking away, trying to find how to get out of Bristol, how to get out of yeah. Bedminster, and and uh, um, and find the car to start with. Yeah, I had to find uh, my I car. Can, I, can, I can remember a steward coming up to me, and I, I I didn't have I don't think I had a talky scarf on, but I must have. I yeah. don't know what it, and he said, and I was walking along. And he said, "Oh, you know, are you from Torquay?" And I said, "Yeah." He said, "Oh, unlucky mate, you know, and all this sort of stuff." And he said, "By the way," he said, "Can we have your fans back next week?" <laughs> and I said, I said, I said well, he, he said, "Oh, crap!" He said, "They make a bit of noise. We could do with them on a Saturday here yeah. at, uh, um, at Bristol yeah. City." So it was it pretty was, intense, wasn't it? The well, atmosphere. I think uh, not to ramble on too much. We were all sitting together. Yeah, and despite the. You know the two disallowed goals and the, how angry we were feeling. And I remember getting calls from uh, and texts from mm. people like Neil Warnock, 
Darren Moore since we've yeah. been Chris Curran, yeah. ex-players, Donna Reardon was watching in Ireland, and they were texting and calling, having watched, they were watching the yeah. game, seeing the goals disallowed, and they were going, what the hell's going on? Yeah, it was, so, it was, but yeah. but at the ground, we were all watching, and because we were in the game and very often on top, we kept thinking, no, we're going to do this. Yeah, we're going to yeah. do this. And yeah. of course, when Lucas Cobbland heads the equaliser, we all look at each other, our names on this. Isn't <laughs> no, it? We're going to do yeah, this. We're going to do this. Yeah. And of course, you know, as it all happened, as we all know a, now, it, it, it was a, it key, didn't. a Keystone Cops penalty shootout, wasn't it? Oh, I- interestingly, um, on the day, for, for us watching, those, those referee mistakes, because they were obviously two goals that he disallowed, didn't feel so bad, but well, that's what I was saying. At with the hindsight, time, I think you're yeah, you're so you're, right. yeah. you're so wound yeah. up and committed yeah. to the game. We were playing quite well. We were at least as good as them, and you kind of thought we only need a break here, yeah. mm. and we're in. And of course, the break came with the with, yeah. with Lucas's yeah. goal, and you think we're going to do <coughs> this. So we that was our mindset throughout the whole match, wasn't it? Yeah. And then to you're have right. it completely yeah. smashed. Then of course you go back to the two disallowed goals. And you watch them properly. And you watch yeah. them properly. And I can remember, uh, again, in the, down outside in the concourse, outside the, 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 the game, and um, now who, one of the injured players, who was it? Was Aaron Lemain was injured that he did Jake Andrews got a um, nasty injury, didn't Jake, he? During the in match, the game, Aaron yeah. didn't play. And there was another lad came round. Anyway, I've forgotten who it was now. And I was going, and I went on, Second, the second goal. I said, "What the second goal?" And uh, the disallowed goal. Yeah. And of course, the lad said to me, "He said, bugger the second goal, Dave. Have you seen the first goal again?" You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it was literally the sort of touch you might encounter in a doctor's waiting room. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah. yeah. Uh, and and I think Simon Mather, the referee, and let's say let's say you know he'd just been promoted to the football mm. league. And I'm convinced. Look, I'm sure his mum loves him, and I'm sure he's a, he's a, he's a half decent. <laughs> Not referee, if she was watching that game. She you know, didn't. whatever. I'm sure, and it was. If you're trying to be charitable, it would. It was almost sort of understandable that I'm on my way to the football league. I'm going to show what a good referee yeah. I am. And of course, you can only do that sometimes with making <coughs> big decisions. Is he refing in the league now? Yeah, is he? He is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think he was so keen to get in with. And I'm in charge. Big decision, yeah, yeah. and he got it horrendously. Especially the first, the first goal that was mm. just nothing wrong with it. <laughs> absolutely nothing no. wrong with it. And I think Crazy. that here we go. Uh, we're not here to criticise referees. That's, uh, that, that's apart that's, uh, from. You know, <laughs> 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 but that sometimes is the mindset yeah. of of, of, yeah. Uh, of a young up and coming referee yeah. that they don't have to make big decisions. No. Just ref the bloody game yeah. Yeah, just let and, it flow, and do right. your best and, and yeah. try and try and get the decisions right. And, but, I mean, so. Gary was see and probably still is was seething about that for months afterwards, wasn't well, he? Everybody, and still, it, I mean, it was it's a career day, changing, yeah. two career I mean, the, changing decisions I mean, for players, it, managers, lo- like, like him or hate him. Probably the person who made the biggest impact was Clark Osborne. Mm-hmm. Who, who had put millions yeah. of pounds yeah. into the yeah. club was getting ready in the league to yeah. fund a, a, a football league club, which is where he'd want always, you know, obviously stated right on the thing yeah. to get back in the league. It's I mean, it's all very well talking about what's happened to the five-year plan, but that, you know, that changed was, everything. It was, changed everything. It was that close, yeah. wasn't yeah. it? it? Was that close? There we go. Yeah. There we I'm go. Not going to change it now. Yeah. Rich, your column in the Herald Express this week. A couple of interesting points you made. You're talking about Kenny Griffiths. Yeah. Um, we all love Kenny. We, we all love Kenny, um, and and the contribution that he's made to the form of Mark Holstead, Reese Lovett, 
um, you can't really underestimate the value of having a good goalkeeper coach. Well, I I took the the hint from from Mark Holstead's piece with Dom that he did. You know, he's the latest interview victim on, on the uh, <laughs> Talking United uh, website, and and he talked up Kenny and said, you know, Kenny Kenny was one of the reasons I decided to sign again. Yeah, yeah. Because um, he's a friend. You know, we work well together, and it just works. And mm-hmm. and uh, I think that's a great compliment for, for, for someone like Kenny who, you know, has, has been a, I mean, you know his dad really well, Dave. I mean, he's been a sportsman from the, the, the year yeah. dot, hasn't yeah. he, Kenny? Yeah. He, he's, he was a decent goalkeeper He himself. was a very good goalkeeper. You know, uh, he, he spent, what, two or three years at Hereford, quite a lot of the time as their understudy, but I think most people who ever saw him play and people up at Hereford say how he, didn't, how he wasn't playing first-team yeah. football for much yeah. longer of his, of his career. Um, and obviously he was he'd come up through the training scheme mm-hmm. and talk at, at Plainmore, so he's united through and through. Yep. And he, he was um, part of the emergence of the Buckland team. He when, was when Buckland started making everybody sit up and and watch what they were he doing. He was key with that. Kenny yeah. was part of that. Yeah, um, and he's he's a he's a quiet person as we all know. He he doesn't you know um, shout from the rooftops or anything. But I think that's probably part of why people like Mark Halstead and Reese Lovett like him yeah. and like working yeah. with him um, but from what from what I, I know of him and and from what more the more you hear he's behind the scenes quietly quite strong in his views yeah. about whether people yeah. have done stuff right or whether they've done wrong but he again keeps it very private and in-house so it's very you, professional well, it, yeah. there you go yeah. Yeah. and I think you know people like Mark and, and Reese love it any goalkeeper under his care would would respect and, and mm. be grateful for mm. that so it's not as if he's arm around their shoulders the whole time you know um, uh, and sometimes you, you know you, you have a, he's, he's very open Kenny to whatever people have got to think and say yeah. whether he agrees with it all or not <laughs> is, is, is another matter yeah. but he won't blank you and go in that way and um, uh, technically by all accounts he's very good uh, and yeah we've yeah. got talking you've got two pretty good goalkeepers to yeah. go into next yeah we have with. yeah um, you know I'm, I'm pleased for Mark Mainly because he had such that difficult start to his time at Plainmore, where a he got blamed for a few things, mm-hmm. which I'm not sure they were all his fault anyway. Uh, then he got obviously concussed, uh, got got um, injured. Sorry, not yeah. got injured. Yeah. Um, yes, no, it was a concussion, wasn't it? It was, um, uh, which rather forced the recall of Sean McDonald. Sean McDonald then goes in and plays really well and ends up Player of the Year at yeah. the end of that season. And Mark, who's you know lives in Chester. <laughs> you know, his wife's a school teacher, I think, and two young kids made quite a commitment to come down mm, and play yeah. for Torquay. Um, finds himself <laughs> as the sort of the warming the bench for most of that yeah. season, and then you know he, he's, he's he had such a good year last year. I must say, I th- I thought in my own mind how wrong I was that after two years with that sort of arrangement with his family, that he would probably go back up north and and, uh, and play somewhere else. So the fact that he's actually said yeah. no. I, I enjoy playing for the club mm-hmm. as much as I do. The, the family, I think he's explained it uh, in public, the family actually like 
the whole business of coming down to Torquay yeah. and staying yeah. and seeing him and all that kind of stuff. Whenever United are away from home, although it'd be a bit different this year in yeah. the south or the north, yeah. he often scoots off home on a Saturday night, comes yeah. down on a Sunday night <clears throat> training on the Monday. So <laughs> that's going to be slightly more problematic. Yeah. But I'm sure he's run that past the family. And and he's here and and he's know, a goalkeeper. He's, he is. He's a good goalkeeper. Well, one, yeah. one of the things I, I, I say. He's also in the a very strong influence in the dressing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 One of one of the things I say in the column is, is is if you were a neutral who didn't know the situation of that last game of last season, the Wrexham game, you wouldn't be able to tell. Well, you, ask that person who played for England and who hadn't. With Ben Foster yeah. at yeah. the yeah. other end. Yeah. 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 And no, I, he's he's good. Yeah. And Re- and Reece Lovett, who, who's who's. You know, has come in and played some pretty good games for Torquay, and I think in Gary's mind, he's what is he, 25 now? I think mm. something yeah. like that. Is he's what do they say with goalkeepers? They don't become any good no. until they're 29, 30, <laughs> or whatever. Is is that Reese Lovett is, is talented, yeah, and he can only get better. And the fact that he's prepared to re-sign as a number two, let's yeah. face it, yeah. Mark Halstead will play the first game league game of next season. Uh, also shows that he wants to stay yeah. in this group, keep developing, keep improving, blah 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 blah. Very difficult to keep two senior goalkeepers. It yeah. is happy. True. Always has been and always mm. will be. Um, so uh, no, it's good. It's good. a good good grounding, isn't yeah. it? Just, it's a good way to start the season with those two goalkeepers. And you also wrote. Uh, we talked last week on the podcast about the youth players. Yep. And the likelihood that they probably wouldn't get contracts uh, playing more, but two of them have um, found employment. Yeah, I think they're training with Brixham. Yeah, um, I whether a contract whether a contract has been signed or not. I, okay, that, that that level for a youth player, I don't know. But who are up to the Western League? Who are up to the Western League? So, so that's Ben Aldis and Sam Bishop. Yeah, so so Ben Aldis is the one who scored all the goals. Yeah. I mean, not all the goals, but Most yeah, he, he came. Jaden Gilbert scored a few. Jaden Gilbert scored <laughs> yeah, a few yeah. as well. But him and him and Sam Bishop are, are, are with Brixham at the start of the season. Um, Brixham. Have gone up and not really lost many players. It's good, isn't it? So they yeah. they have yeah. they have the nucleus of of the team that won promotion to mm-hmm. the Western League. Uh, they've got two young players who uh, I've mentioned in the column, but their names have gone from my head right now. That that, that they're also keeping around, and they've added mm-hmm. Ben Alders and Sam Bishop. And I don't, I, I don't think Tim Porter and Jason Couch are gonna be starting Ben up front every game and, and saying you know this is this is the new superstar no, but, but it's a, but it's, it's another step in the right direction good for them. Good player to throw on from the bench yeah. as well isn't he? Yeah. Loads of experience I mean, for This him. is going to be the first time they're playing men's football and yeah. that is the crucial thing and that's yeah. probably why they've not been signed because you can't throw them into the first team and but without without a you know, a reserve team or whatever, they're not going to get games. No, no. So they're going to be loaned out to Tiverton or Willand or Biddeford yeah. and they'll play all right there for a season and then they'll end up yeah. being released. Yeah. It's very difficult, isn't it? Yeah. For, for a club like Torquay with, with a, an academy which isn't funded, um, uh, clubs bigger than Torquay are finding it terribly difficult to for lads who reach 18 years old mm-hmm when they're out of their mm. apprenticeship, for want of an old-fashioned word, and, and due for contract offers or not, to get them from 18 yeah. to 21, 22. Yeah. How do you carry a player like that in t- wage terms and wait for him to mature? Because for one reason or another, I think we all know that 
most youngsters mature later than than they than they did back in the the days of old, uh, and the exceptions are the nineteen year olds, Nico Lawrence's. Yeah. He, he isn't a rule. He's a, he's, he's yeah, an exception. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and unless you've got somebody who's phenomenally talented, mm. like back in the day, a Lee Sharp or a, or a Mark Loram or somebody like that, who who are capable at eighteen, nineteen Ives. years yeah, old, yeah, or Levi yeah. Ives or, or something like, of stepping in and being able to hold their yeah. own yeah. at first team level. Um, you then have to kind of be very patient, which is very expensive, yes. or quite expensive, to carry that play those players through. Look, one of the key men for Plymouth Argyle last yeah. season, Adam Randall. <laughs> You know, uh, uh, and you talk to anybody at Home Park, they, 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 they rate him, they, they, love rate him, him, they? they absolutely yeah. love him. Yeah. He needed and had to come to us for a year yeah. to be able to make that step from the level he was at, under yeah. 21 football, yeah. up into man's football. Yeah. He's, got, he's such a good player and he's got such a good brain and a good mentality that he was able to make that step up and he's now plays like a senior pro at the age of yeah. whatever he is, 21, 22, in the championship uh, and, yeah. and, and, and we'll be very yeah. interested to see how he gets on in the championship. Yeah. But yeah. in other words, you have to be able to fund that and keep them on board. Mm. And I think what Gary, managers like Gary Johnson have to make a decision is, if I was to take on, as they have done over the last two or three mm. years, given contracts to two or yeah. three a year yeah. out of the youth team. This year I would suggest that the ones that were possibilities was Callum Thomas, the captain and centre-half, mm -hmm. he's a pretty good young player, he must have been close. Um, I wouldn't like, uh, um, they've got a very good right winger called Brandon Quinn who's very yeah. talented but Genius. he's slightly yeah. younger. Yeah. Um, uh, and then you've got Jaden Gilbert, Sam Bishop, uh, Ben Aldous, you know the regulars from last season's youth team. Gary, Gary Johnson, in this particular case, but any manager, has to make the decision of, if I give him a contract, yeah. is, is he potentially going to be ready and can we get him to the level of yeah. playing first team football in two years time? Yeah. Mm. Tops. Yeah. Maybe even less than that. Uh, and, and we've been down the same road with Louis Slough and obviously Olaf, Olaf Casella yeah. and one or two yeah. others that we Jack mentioned. Jack Windsor. Yeah, yeah, Jack Windsor over the last couple of years. Mm. And um, that's the difficulty. In other words, when you put Callum Thomas, for instance, up against, you know, Dean Moxie, uh, um, Nico Lawrence, yeah. uh, you know, in the, the talky first team defence, Sean Donnellan and everything, yeah. can he get one of them out? Mm. Yeah. Now, the decision the they've made with Ollie Tomlinson, yeah. who obviously came to Torquay as a youngster who just left Plymouth Argyle at the age of 19, something yeah. like that, yeah. so yeah. he's in that bracket, is that they've obviously had a good look at him. He went away to on loan last season, had a very good spell at Chippenham. They, they really liked him at Chippenham. Yeah. And Gary and, Sean and Aaron have obviously looked at him and said, yes, he's got a chance of getting mm. in our first team. Not next season, but this coming season. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. If we sounded a little bit distracted then, by the way, listeners, it's because we've just been buzzed by a squadron of racing pigeons. From the loft around the back there. Wow. It's, um, it's Summer sports, eh? Spectacular. <laughs> I remember doing an article about racing, a feature yeah. for the Herald about racing, race, pigeon racing, and going down to a loft near Stoke Gabriel. It? Yeah. Absolutely yeah. fascinating. You yeah. learn about some of the dirty tricks. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Not yeah. that my neighbour over the back employs any of these dirty tricks, of course. Extraordinary. Just, I, yeah. I, was, I used uh, to cover it. It's fascinating. I was yeah. really, I'm not saying the article was fascinating, but I was fascinated. Yeah. I, I, I did it justice. used to cover a team in Huntingdon, uh, Huntingdon Town, and pulled up to their car park one Tuesday afternoon or whatever to just have a chat with the, the chairman, I think, and uh, sitting in the car park, this 
big lorry pulled oh, in. Oh, right, yeah. And the bloke got out and basically pulled a lever. Ready for the release. And all the, the birds flew out. And uh, obviously, I don't know where he'd come from, um, but they were going home. They were going home. And then about five seconds later, one last bird went, <laughs> oh, oh, and shot out behind them. And I thought, you've got no chance, mate. <laughs> the top and bottom is they're all flying home to their missus. Exactly, that, that's yeah, That's the yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he did yeah, Maybe, maybe yeah. he was the spare one at the party. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, and before we go, it, it, we couldn't do this without people who listen. Thanks to Martin White for his message um, the other day. He's also looking forward to the music podcast. Good. He's a guitarist, and he's going to um, he? he's going to join us and, and have a chat on that. So thanks, Martin. And Julian has been keeping us up to date with some Isthmian League news, which ah. I thought I'd share with you. Um, Bishop Stortford. Can you imagine that Bishop Stortford, knowing where that is, outskirts of London, yeah. M25 ish, they're in National League North. Played them in the trophy yeah. two or three years ago. Yeah, did, didn't they? But they've they've been put in National League North. They they, they, they appealed, appealed. Yeah, I don't know if it's been. So seen. what's happened to Oxford City? They're in the South. I, think. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, no, they're not in the not National League South. <coughs> so they'll they be in the North they, as they well. They were a bit upset about yeah. about. Yeah. about yeah. Um, Oh, oh we, no, sorry, no, did they win promotion? No, they didn't win promotion, did they? No, no. Um, Who are the two that went Yes, they did. Yeah, no, they, they did. They went yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. Yes, they've, they've gone. They've gone. Yeah, it's Bishop Stortford. Bishop Stortford. Uh, and um, another the one. The southernmost uh, northern club yeah, in the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and another one of our adopted teams, Wingate and Finchley, are playing them in a friendly next week, and they've, they're saying they're looking forward to welcoming our friends from the far north. It's <laughs> 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 about 10 miles away, yeah. isn't it, from Finchley to Bishop Stortford. A uh, player called Bradley Pritchard, who played for Charlton, late Orient. He's now rocked up at Lewis. He's playing at the Dripping Pan, which is the other great once. stadium now. Yeah. Lewis yeah. play at the Dripping Absolute Pan. Absolute downpour in the National League. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it called the Dripping Pan? Uh, we should I did know the up answer as well, to this we? once. Yeah, um, I did as well. It's, I think at the time we played there, I, I sort of had, had a look into that. It was under Paul Buckle, wasn't it? Yeah, Chris Hargreaves um, did one of his video blogs from the Dripping Pan. Yeah, why is it called that? Um, sorry, it's gone. People would have Googled it by now. But one of the reasons that Bradley Pritchard, who's got obviously a, a good league pedigree behind him, is at Lewis and is staying there, is he's a very keen gardener okay. and an allotment holder. He took up gardening during lockdown loves gardening loves his allotment and apparently lewis is the east sussex equivalent of Totnes. very <laughs> self-sufficient and he's just kind of fitted into the lifestyle down in lewis that's a lovely story isn't it of course he lewis, must have moved there yeah lewis <laughs> yeah. have a player in love island at the moment as well do they yes i'd forgotten that started again hasn't yeah. it love island so how's it going is it it's going very well is it thrilling is it exciting it's very exciting good i'm going to let you be our love island <laughs> correspondent don't am, look at me i am not going to watch love island uh, and also Julian sent me a link to a really nice interview with Hakan Hayretin. Oh, yes. Who is staying on as manager of Dulwich Hamlet, although they were relegated from National League South into the Isthmian League. And there's a good interview on um, YouTube. We like Hakan. He's always he yep. played for Torquay very briefly. Uh, yeah, he had a couple of months here. But he comes yeah. back with yeah. various teams. He's always a pleasant... It's always one of those it's people. Very fond memories of his nice time at Torquay. He was a young, yeah. young midfield player, 19, 20 years old, when he came to us, playing for Barnet, I think, or somebody like I think that. It, was. it probably he came was. Alone from Barnet, um, didn't he? He, he's 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 a cracking bloke, and and uh, he's done pretty well in coaching and management. Obviously, didn't work out for him at Maidstone mm. last year, and then 
very sad to see that, that Dulwich Hamlet went down as well. But I'm um, quite sad about that because I was quite looking forward to playing Dulwich yeah. Hamlet. They well, were especially quite an interesting team. Gates, big, yeah, big gates, dropping into big the gates. Yasmin League, yeah. but it just shows you, doesn't it? Doesn't matter how many fans you've got, you've got to put no. a t- team out on the pitch. So hey, so we know that Bishop Stortford, Wingate and Finchley, Lewis and Dulwich Hamlet are our teams to watch in the Isthmian League next season. And we hope Hakan Heretin has a good season down there. Absolutely. Well, considering we have no football to talk about <laughs> and we're in the furthest point of the football orbit. We've not done too Away badly. from football. We have rambled on yeah. for quite some time. Thank you, David, for coming and joining us today. Pleasure as always. Thank you, Richard. We won't be podcasting for a couple of weeks. Two weeks because you're away I'm going off on a jaunt around America uh, I'm away after that but you you can podcast with that I no longer have the keys to the kingdom no because, of because my job change yeah but you can podcast without me so, so shall I officially ask David now for the first uh, first one back I think you should <laughs> keep in touch Rich. Keep, keep in, in touch. touch yeah but there will definitely I'll be two, two weeks with no podcast and then we'll be and back by that time the team will be back in training yeah. they'll have played at least one of the behind closed doors we'll friendlies. be talking trialists oh. Eight, they can't, there shouldn't be too many though should we? we've got 16 players I think you'll probably up. still give people are child don't be you worry yeah. there'll, there'll be a, there'll be a few yeah, yeah. The I, I, I'm just picturing that first midweek uh, <laughs> press conference at Seal Hane and we'll be who the hell's that who's that yeah. <laughs> who's that bloke who's just parked next to us I don't know, you know yeah. Sean Donlan was one of them last <laughs> yeah. year wasn't he came and parked next to us and we're thinking I recognise him. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. 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 We couldn't so, think who it was no, it's that time of year yeah so Enjoy your summers, enjoy your football-free period, enjoy the crickets. The, uh, the women's test matches started about an hour ago. Yeah. Yep. We better see how that's going. Tour de France starts next weekend. It does. Uh, we'll be all over I'll that. Tuned into that. There's and enough to luck. be getting on with, isn't there? And good luck, finally. Uh, um, uh, not on a football, on a cycling front. Guy and I are keen cyclists to our two local lads, Harrison Wood from Torquay, who's obviously made He's great strides with Coffeydis, yeah. and Harry Birchall from Newton Abbott, both riding in the National Road Race Championships, yeah. up at Redcar, or Saltburn, which is slightly okay. south of Redcar, uh, National Road Race Championships. it's hilly up there, isn't it? Uh, reason, but nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing, if you come from Devon, nothing that would worry you uh, from down go. here. I think uh, um, Sunday afternoon it is, yeah, uh, 180k, 4,000 metres of climbing, Wow. National Road Race Championships up against all the big hitters and good, good luck to them. And that's everybody turns up at the Tour de France with their national jerseys on, don't they? And it confuses the commentators yeah. <laughs> massively. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Enjoy your summers and we'll finish as we always do. Come, Come on, on, you yellows. yellows. That was perfect. Magnificent. Come on, you yellows. Flying high below the Wembley Archway sky today. Come on, you yellows.